Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. Today is Wednesday, January 25th, and you are listening to Rocket City Lift. Hello all, welcome back to Rocket City Lift. I'm Brett Goodman. And I'm Tara Bolger. And we come to you three times a week to bring a bit of a spiritual lift to your day. Today we're going to be in the book of Micah. But before we begin that discussion, let us begin with a prayer. Let us pray. Gracious God, for many of us, our lives are filled with choices and decisions on a daily basis. Our prayer is that we would find you in each of them and follow where you are leading us so that we may be your people in the world. We ask it all in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Our scripture comes from the prophet Micah, chapter 6, verses 6 through 8. Listen for a word from God. With what shall I come before the Lord and bow myself before God on high? Shall I come before him with burnt offerings, with calves a year old? Will the Lord be pleased with with thousands of rams, with ten thousands of rivers of oil? Shall I give my firstborn for my transgression, the fruit of my body for the sin of my soul? God, God has told you, O mortal, what is good. And what does the Lord require of you but to do justice and to love kindness and to walk humbly with your God? This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Brett, can you tell us a little bit about who Micah is and what prompts these words from him? Yeah. So Micah is a prophet. Uh, The book of Micah is what we would call in a collection of the minor prophets. Doesn't mean he's any lesser than the other ones. It's just the book is shorter. Uh, You can pretty much put the prophets into three different uh, time periods within Israelites history and for Micah Micah is at the very beginning of when things are going to start to go bad so things are still uh, economically going fine um, but the Assyrians are like gathering I had a professor one time this, that talked about you know the storms gathering uh, that's that's what's happening during when uh, Micah's prophesying and so Micah is of we have the two kingdoms of Israel the northern kingdom and the southern kingdom Micah is of the southern kingdom but he is talking to both Judah the southern kingdom and the northern kingdom Israel who have not been living out who they're called to be Uh, the two specific issues that Micah and pretty much all the prophets address is an infidelity to God uh, and not caring for the poor. Um, those are ki- those are kind of the two things the prophets continually come back to. Uh, and so that's who Micah is. That's what's kind of setting this up. Um, and you can kind of see from from this uh, prophecy that you know they can come do their religious ceremonies. Uh, they can they can have still they can still go and make their pilgrimages and have their sacrifices and pay for their bulls and their pigeons to be sacrificed. But if that doesn't change anything else in their life, uh, that's not that's what the Lord requires is is a change of heart. And He gives those that wonderfully poetic, delightful thing from Micah six eight. Um, what what do you know about Micah? What do you think of this passage? 
All the things that you said. Um, <laughs> yeah, and I think for me at the heart of it's really about worship. And, mm. um, you know, for Micah in particular, as that cloud is kind of forming, um, there is a, a kind of anger about the mm. people who call themselves faithful to God and who clearly aren't. Um, and I love the simplicity of this, to do justice, love kindness, and walk humbly with God. I love the simplicity of the instruction, um, but the depth of difficulty and nuance that's included in that is really pretty remarkable. Yeah. Um, and I'm also, I think the thing I think whenever I read this and whenever I read the words of the prophets is that we are a people who, you know, we live in a time now where there's a political discussion about who is Christian. And on the whole, none of those people remind me anything of Christ. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, it's a naming of yourself as this certain thing without actually following the precepts of Christ. And I know for myself, right, I'm hesitant to call myself a Christian because so much of what I do um, does not honor um, God, but I do love the simplicity of being a person who does justice and loves kindness and walks humbly with God. Um, it's an ever-present reminder. So, you know, again, I have read the Bible over and over, and each time I'm amazed at how it speaks to current circumstances. Mm -hmm. um, so that's what I think. I mean, I, I have, I think I have, you talking, I have, I have felt, uh, especially in, in college uh, of, you know, Israel is supposed to be the light of the world. Israel is supposed to be uh, this nation that other nations see and see the love of God working out and want to be a part of. You know, that's, that's, that's the call. Uh, and, and Micah is looking at this group that's been called to do this, that's been blessed by God, and they aren't doing it, and he's angry he's so frustrated and i and i know that i have you know looked at the american church at times and just been angry uh, yeah. of, of this is uh of is this is we are called to go out uh and and to be lights of the world but are we lighting the world or just bringing in more darkness um and so uh what i have loved now serving in the church uh as i have um I think I've seen people who have had a a similar um, fervor or zeal uh, and because they're much better people than me is they bring that into their own local congregation and they're like, okay, now let's, let's build this so that the light will come out, right? Mm -hmm. It's not just 20-year-old uh, Brett who's angry and it's just kind of out the outside slinging stones. Um, but getting to serve in the church, I've seen people that are like, we need to be a light. I don't see us doing this, but here's an opportunity I can see us doing it. And they, and they invite people into that. Yeah. Um, uh, and so that's been reinvigorating for my faith uh, of, of getting to see modern-day prophets working in that. And you know, that, that light thing, which we'll talk more about on Friday, I was at Rotary Club, and um, this scientist uh, came to speak to us. He'd worked on a lot of the Apollo missions, and he talked about how in darkness even the smallest light um, you know, gives you what you need. Mm. And so I do believe that even those of us who don't follow Jesus perfectly but are trying, even our, our own broken way, that does share some light with the yeah. world. Yeah, absolutely. 
Our quote today comes from Ralph Waldo Emerson, who says, a great man is always willing to be little. Mm. (laughs) Let us be humble in that way. Friends, thank you so much for joining us. And now may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace, both now and in the life everlasting. Amen. Amen. Amen.